Okay, so today's daf is daf chaf aleph. And this first Gemara, we, the Rav Chaim goes like the Gra. So you'll see there are, well, we won't see because I'm going to show the, the Rav Chaim's parish here, but there are very different ways of understanding it. But what you will see is there's a lot of Shino Girsot. So the Gemara begins, Tani, Mistakera, Hu Adam Ad Shekel, which means is someone can profit up to a shekel's worth, assuming what? Assuming that the Master Shin itself is worth two slayim. Why? Because one can profit up until a revit, meaning he is not like we say Chomesh, which is Milavar, here the revit is Milago. So literally 25% of the value. How does it work? We'll see. So Dinarim Hacha betray Manin, as opposed to Alfin. So you just follow my Shinogus as I go along. Okay, this is according to the graph, if you've got the Haggadah graph here. So it, it, let's say the dinner in the dinner in a dinar here is worth 200, um, 200, say, sli- uh, um, prutot or whatever it is. Is a prutot? So let's, I'll just say 200. And the Arbel ar- betray manim the chamshin. And in Arbel, it's worth 250. And what he would have to do, he would have to pay 50 in order to be able to take. The dinar you have here, <coughs> all the way to that location, and and get the better rate if you like. Okay, so really you wouldn't be profiting anything, because by the time you get there, the difference differential of fifty is he's, he's used on transport fees, or expenses. <coughs> um, so he says. Uh, so what we say, but sorry, I'll read again. But who buy meitav chamishimu misuk? He has to pay fifty in order to take out the word riboa umisuk to take it there. So what is the kula? What he can do is, despite the fact the value of the dinar here is only with 200, he can machalal 250 onto it, like the price, the value in Arbel, far, that distance far away. That's the kula. But only up to that 25% difference. Because he's profited effectively 50, because again, to go there would have had to spend 50 anyway. But we can say, okay, you can use that rate over in Arbel. That's the profiting of this, this, um, this 25%. Now it's only that amount and no more than that. Meaning if it was worth, say, 300 in our bill and it's only worth 200 here and it'll cost you 100 to get over there or whichever way you want to explain it, then no, because then you're profiting more than that 25% of the principal value. So, um, why is that? Reb Chaim explained is that we've seen previously the fact that someone is able to circumvent the requirement of Chomesh is grounds for the leniency. So just to explain, if you remember, we said what, what, what person can do is they can give the produce say, to somebody else and then do the redemption, then do the redemption on it. And since it's not redeeming his own produce, he does not have to pay homage. Okay. Now, once again, since what he could do, he could circumvent the requirement for homage. We let him effectively take the rate that take, take, be Michal 250 on it because that's within the limits of the Chomish you'd have to be adding to it anyway. You hear what I'm saying? In other words, as long as it's not going past the value of Chomish that he would have to have to be adding, that's which he could circumvent, then we allow him to have that leniency of taking the better rate, the 250 on this dinar. Okay, so you can mechalel. Now, there's two ways to understand it. One is saying, it sounds like going to the ground, we're talking about mechalel, actual produce onto that dinar. So 250 worth of produce onto the dinar. According to Rukhaim, if I understood correctly, I think it sounds like it's actually we're talking about converting coins. It's 250 coins onto that one dinar. 
Um, uh, but it, it, either way, it's a, it's a, a, a leniency afforded. But, but I think because it makes more sense to take talking about the produce, because again, according to Chaim, the reason for the leniency is because he could get away with avoiding Chomesh altogether. Okay. And that's why it was within that window of Chomesh that we allow him to have that leniency of being, being put a much more produce of value onto this uh, coin here based on the value of what that coin would be in that location, Arabel. Okay. Again, as you've seen, there have been many changes in the words along the way. So the Alma Farshi can play differently, but um, that will be beyond the uh, scope of Ashir. Let's continue. Tani, What it means is, is we, when we said if you want to be Potem Masasheni and it's Tamaviyaduim, what you do is you simply go to someone and say, how much is this worth? But when you say to him, how much is this worth? You say, you treat it, well, how much is Chulin like this worth? Why? Because the value of something that's chulin and masasheni is going to be very different. Chulin, can, I can eat it here. If it's masasheni, I have to take it to Yerushalayim, so people aren't going to be jumping to buy it. They're going to pay a lot less because of the trouble they're going to have to take to Yerushalayim. So when you put a masasheni, how do we establish the value? It's its value as if it was chulin, okay, which is much more. In other words, if it was a regular produce. That's how you redeem it. Okay? For one second. People know it is Masasheni. So they know the value is less than it. Nonetheless, Kamara says, no, if you look in, you say, okay, you say to the person, even if the person you're confronting, say, how much is this worth? And he knows it's Masasheni. You say, I'd like you to view it as if it was Khulid. Okay. That's what you do. Now. Um, so Tani, ain't put in Masasheni the min al Now, what it sounds like here is that when you're redeeming Masasheni, you've got wheat, then you can say to someone, what's the value of this volume as if it was wheat? Okay, now the Gemara says, obviously, Delaken, like that's like Dimlokin, as we said, Delaken, uh, you got a kilo of wheat, you say, how much is it worth in, in, in Bali? Why don't I have the half a minute? You do min al min al she'enu mino. Obviously. So it's no, Lachen sricha apilul min ha'igru ala shamtit, umina shamtim na ligru. Meaning those, um, igru and shamtit are two species of wheat. So you might have one species of wheat and, and you say to someone, how much is, what's the going rate of wheat? And then Mike, and, and the, what the Mishnah is telling you is make sure you're doing even a subspecies within wheat, make sure it's like for like, despite the fact that prices might be very similar, right? The person you might be asking, he says, look, I don't know about uh, Igru, but I don't know about Shamtit. And they're generally the same price. And here's a price of, here's a price of a kilo worth of Shamtit. No, we say you can't do that. You have to get what the value is of exactly this uh, right subspecies. That's what it means by min al minor. Okay, let's continue. Amr Rebbe Chananya. Rebbe Haya Lokeach Kishu'im Bechurot. What happened is he used to buy um, early stage onions, Lamalchut, to send as a gift to the uh, Malchut, okay, to the kings or the, the administration or the rulership. So what would he do to minimize the Master Shani redemption? He, would, he wouldn't take a few of these uh, items and say, this is Master Shani. He'd say, let's say we're dealing with, say, fruit. He'd say, the Maaser Shani is the top 10% close to the stem of every single one. And then what he would do when trying to, value, to redeem that Maaser Shani, he'd view it as if all the tops are cut off. Now, how much is 10% of an apple close to the stem that's already been cut off? Next to nothing, right? So, And he would redeem it that way. And that's how he would minimize the redemption when he's trying to send this gift to the Malchut. So Rabbi Yochanan Baye Shleimot Vatamachet Chatuchot said, I don't understand. The, let's use an example of just an apple because it's easy to visualize with a stem. The, the apple itself is shalem at the moment. 
How can you visualize it as if it's chatuch? A sliced apple or 10% of a full apple is very different values. So Amar indeed, it's a good question, Rabbi Yochanan. Let's say two people out of a business partnership in a, I don't know, watermelon or an apple, whatever it is. And here, sorry, with a cucumber. That's the example. Sorry. One's got 10%, another one owns the rest of it. Shema Omer lo tochel kachava nichalki. Now there's two ways to explain this. According to the Gra, he says, let's say the person owned 90% of it. Would he say to his the other guy, look, I'm willing to buy you out for a sliced off version of the of the 10%? Obviously not. The guy, the, the person who has the minor share says, my share is worth much more value as a shalem full cucumber than it is for than, than what you're trying to offer me for the sliced off bit. The way Pnei Moshe explains it slightly differently is let's say that we have a business partnership and they say, okay, let's divide now. Would they be willing to say, okay, you take, I'll slice off 10% for you and I take it? No, they wouldn't because the cucumber is much more value as a whole. They're willing, they want, want to sell it and split the money rather than slicing it off. So we're using an inyan of Mekach Umemkar. It says, no, the fact that it's a shalem cucumber, it has greater value. So um, so, so to here, you can't say we view the master Shani as if it's sliced off, if it's already shalem, because a 10% of these full apples is worth a lot more than a sliced off bit. And at the moment, it's shalem. So that's why that's why Rabbi Yonah says by using the laws of like Shutzvot to Mekah Hamemkar says that Rabbi Yochanan's kasher is a good one on the practice of Rav Chananya. The Rav Chananya says we he used to just simply view the the parts near the stem as if it's sliced off as a small at a um at a, as, as if it's already sliced off to put it and redeemed it at a much lower rate. And the kasher of Yochanan says no, while it's still shalom that has much more value. So how can you do that? So the Gemara says like we see in the following case, Rav Shimon Berebi. Now uh, Marafulda and uh, Rabbi Chaim explained the, the mechanics of this sukkah slightly differently. But I'll explain Rabbi Chaim, he says. Um, it says, Rabbi Shimon Berebi have a al ilin dromai da have in the horn. So what happened is Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Shimon noticed that there were people in the dromaya, in the south, that were being mezalzel with Master Shimon. They were redeeming them for very, very small amounts of money. So what happened is, Nastun and Bar Kafra, the character came out. Amar Lai says, Tav Huklum. So what happened, Rav Kafra, to set his mind at ease? He says, look, I'm going to cut off. He starts cutting off the ends of all the different vegetables and the like. And he places it before him. And he says to him, look, is this worth anything? So he's trying to, if you like, defend the practice of the people of that location, the, the Dromaya. Okay. So, so the response then says, Ad kudun mila mekartata. That's only if you're dealing with it's already cut. Velot, sorry, velotav. And when they're cut, they have no value. However, sometimes what happens, you have things that are cut and still retain a good amount of value. For example, the example I think of is watermelons. You can buy a full watermelon or a cut watermelon. And even if you buy a quarter watermelon, you're still going to have to pay a fortune for it. Okay. The fact that it's cut doesn't suddenly make it lose its value. So therefore, what, what, um, Rabbi Shimon is saying is it's nice. You want to defend the people of this, of the Dromaya. However, what about the, the, the fact that they're redeeming Master Shani for like pennies, like nothing, is not justified, even if you want to say it's like it's sliced, because there are certain products, if they're sliced, they retain a good value. So that's kind of the flow of the sugya. Okay. Uh, Marafulda explains that it's more this, that the actual, what, uh, what, um, what, uh, what's it called? The rough, what Bar Kafra was, um, doing was actually 
part of the demonstration of Shimon was trying to use to rebuke the people of the place. But again, I don't want to confuse you anymore, but just to give you an insight, there's a different dynamic going on. Okay. Now, Rabbi Shuma Levi says, take out the next three words, Shivyo. Now, that's the Gishinogir of the Gra, and the way the Reb Chaim explains it is that means Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is cholek on our Mishnah, because we said that when you put a Masashini produce, you look at the wholesale price. Okay, so Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is cholek on our Mishnah and says, no, you don't go the wholesale price, you go the Shivyo, meaning how much is this worth you buy to the Makolet. So now the Gemara continues. Now, there are two ways to understand this, what the Gemara is saying here. So, Rebchizkiya says, when someone's made a mechalel, something that's less worth half a pruta, you don't, mechal, you, you don't redeem it on a coin that is a, this way, sorry, this way the Rosh Hashanah explains it, on a coin that is worth a half a pruta. So, it sounds like now the Gemara is actually coins that are less than a half a pruta. Why? Because half a pruta coin is not considered mapeya midin Torah, like the, the, the small, smallest mapeya is a Pruta. Okay, because then otherwise it would be like your Mechalel Anasimon, which doesn't have a din of Matbeya. El Al Deshava Pruta. However, Reb Chaim doesn't say that. Are we Chaim inside? He says, Ain putting Masashini Ella Bish, uh, one second, next one, sorry. Im ain lo Masashini Ella Shava Chetzi Pruta. Lo yichalalenu al Pruta Kedeshia Chol Chetzi or Masashini. You hear? He's saying, if you've got a Pruta coin and you've got produce with less than a, less than a Shava Pruta, you don't machalal it on a half a pruta of that coin. Eliamtin, what should you do? Adshi you biyado shave pruta until you have in your hand a pruta's worth, a shave pruta's worth of produce, and then you can machalal on the coin. Now I saw in the, in the, um, Derek Hamuna, looking this a bit further, and Reb Chaim brings both of these explanations. And he says that's because if you machalal on less than something that's, something that's less than a shave pruta within the coin, it's like being Mechalon Asimon. It doesn't have a dim pruta. Now, what I found fascinating is that's probably the grounds for the halacha. When we, uh, meaning when we put a Masasheni, we say Masasheni Zer, Huvuchumsho, it is Chomesh, Hareyu Mukhulal al pruta echat mina matbeya, she echadatilipidio Masasheni. As we know nowadays, you can, you don't have to do like for like. It's a color in terms of when you do put a Masasheni. But importantly, it says when you Mechalon on this coin, it has to be a Shavar pruta within that coin. Which fits in what we're saying. You know, that you have to, it has to be in order that it's not considered like an asimon that has a, has a dimap. It has to at least to be a shovya pruta within that, you know, five shekel coin that you've got stuck under your cupboard or that you've got, uh, you know, with a Karen master or whatever it is. But it has to be, it has to be, has to be redeemed onto a shavya pruta's worth because otherwise it's be like being Michalel and asimon. It doesn't have a dimap at all. Okay. Fine. Um, let's continue. Podimasasheni kishar hazo. So amrebi abrehimi. Many times I went before Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon Lakish. Vinun Amrin that says, Pok Ishlim go and redeem it like we've had in our Mishnah, meaning not like Rabbi Shuban Levi, which is Podamasasheni Bishat Hazol, Yoker. Now that you can do it, now here we've got Bishat Hazol. The beginning of tomorrow's stuff will explain what Bishat Hazol means, but according to Rabbi Chaim here, it's like saying Shar Hazol. Shar Hazol is a wholesale rate. Okay? Meaning, it's like our Mishnah, you go kashar azov lo b'shar ha-yoker. And then we say, similarly, k'mot shulchani lo'kach, which is like a shulchani purchases, wholesale price, lo k'mot shulmoker, not the value that he sells it. And k'mot shulchani poret, 
So that was, I, I'm not sure if you noticed that. I, I'm not sure what you had in your Gemara, but it's Moshe Hashchen Vani, I said initially, Lokeach, Veloka Moshe, Mocher. Got two different gears here. And then in Kemosha Shulchan, in Aporet, Loka Moshe, Hu Metzareh. Now, as I explained yesterday, it's the, if you've got lots of small coins, it's the way that a Shulchan would Poret, meaning he would, uh, he would, um, if he's, um, if you give him a dinar and he gives you, um, uh, sorry, if you get out of the way, if you give him copper coins and he gives you a dinar back, so he's mitzaref for you, he would take more coins in that case, not like the other way around, if you gave him a dinar and he gave you a small amount of coins. Okay, let's continue. Now, this whole concept of a wholesale rate only really makes sense um, if you're talking about someone purchasing a wholesale, the whole whole inyan of wholesale is someone's buying in bulk. So, when you say you use a cheaper price, that only seems to make sense, at least at this stage, if you yourself have a large volume to redeem us. Then you say you sold it. What if you only got a small amount, which wouldn't qualify as quant- wholesale quantities? So can you still use a wholesale rate? So it's, it's so the Gemara says, Meaning, even still, you can use a wholesale rate. Now, I'm not sure what it means the general bulk level wholesale rate, because if you look at, look at the graph, he says, Meaning, even if a shopkeeper bought small volumes, he would still get a better rate than if uh, someone on the street bought it from his shop. So it sounds like here, yeah, I'm not sure if it's, uh, it sounds like it's still a reduced rate, but I'm not sure if it's exactly the same as the, feel like the wholesale rate of large volumes. Um, that's what I'm not sure about. Let's continue. Now it's So we said if it's a, if it's a product that hasn't started spoiling, we can determine what the value is. All you need is to go to one individual and say, how much is this worth? So Rav Nachman Bar Yaakov, mach chotal lenagra, or nagara, nagra, oh, nagara, sorry, mefarek al pumei. He would ha- he'd have a basket of, it's important here, Rav Chaim says it was a basket of um, tamarim, of dates, and he would take it to a uh, nagara. Nagara is like a craftsman or a carpenter, if you like, um, and and uh, and get him to uh, determine the value. Now, why is that? I read the, the gra. He says Uman. He was a craftsman. This nagara was a nagara was a um, craftsman of chot a lot of these baskets. Sheabaki and he was also quite an expert in the the going rate of dates. Therefore, they are Okay, that's the incident. Ravianai machve rova chitin, rova is a shir, rova kav of chitin, le chitonaya. Chitonaya is these um, people that uh, grind wheat. Right? Tochnim chitin. Umafarik alpume, and based on his assessment, that's what he would, uh, that's how he would redeem his master sheni. Now let's continue. Rab Simon chave pirin the rev chilkia. What happened was, Rab Simon would show his produce to chilkia, and Amar Lehi said to him, Bishivyon. And the value he would do, would he would give him the market rate of how much he should redeem. So, says, didn't you you follow the, he says, uh, where is it? He says here, so he came before Rabbi Simon. Says, if you want to put a master sheni, there's a rule you don't go to fools to do so. 
Meaning the fact that he told you, gave you the market rate and not the wholesale rate means he doesn't know the dinim. So don't go to Shotim. So in Pinchas Chavei, so now that's a slightly different girsa than if you're in the reading. In other words, um, it wasn't B'Shem Rebbe Simon, it was Atalikame, exactly. That's, that's Shinu Girsa of the Gra. I read it before, Amar Le Ken Amar Chilke B'Shem It doesn't make sense because Chilke is the one who, who did it. So that's why it's Atalikame, the Rebbe Simon went before Rebbe Simon. And Rebbe Simon said to him, Okay. Uh, and Amar Lebeshuvei. So Rabbi Pinchas, he went to, um, he showed his produce to a bean grinder or pounder. Amar Le, and he told him that when he gave him the, the value, he looked at the produce and said, this is the market value for it. So Amar Le, once again, Hachin Amar Rebbe Simon, or once again, you can say, Chilke uh, said in the name of Simon, Ein Podem Masasheni Al Pishotim. So here, uh, again, or either he went to Rebbe Simon or Rebbe Simon said this, but um, he says, once again, you don't put a master in up, you show it to him, people that don't know that you don't use the market value. You use the Sharazol, the whole wholesale value. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, you got the wrong answer. Okay, so don't ask Shailas to show it to him. Okay. Mr. Um, <laughs> Shem will pick up tomorrow. The Gemara continues. What does it mean, Sharazol? Okay, Carl, so have a good day. Thanks so much. <clears throat>